2: are listening to more than a season podcast with ashley and Brittany. join us as we walk through
1: what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry real authentic behind the scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses grab a drink sit back and listen because we are about to get real hey you
2: yeah you stop listening press pause and if you're on apple podcasts scroll down to the ratings and reviews select five stars and give us a review
1: And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much.
2: Enjoy this episode.
1: Hello there.
2: Hi, welcome back, everybody.
1: Yes, we are so excited. You know that this is our favorite time of the week where we do an interview. And so we are going to venture back to the baseball
0: world and let our special guest introduce herself. Hi, so my name is Casey Joe Osborne and my husband is Zach Osborne. And he coaches in the Rockies organization. He's a minor leagues coach. Right now, we live in Louisville, Kentucky, but that could always change. But we're both from Kentucky, so that's what we're calling home for right now.
2: So did he start out
0: (laughs) coaching always, or was he playing in the minors first? Yeah. So he was actually drafted by the Rockies. So he played with the Rockies for a few years, but we weren't dating during that time. So when we started dating, it was right after he had like made the decision to kind of walk away and just pursue other things. And they always told him like, if you need anything, let us know. Well, then like a job came open like that winter and he got hired right away. So he's been coaching there ever since we've been dating.
1: Every time someone starts and tells where they're at now, I know that's not where the journey began. So I want to know how you met your husband and kind of how in the world you were introduced to this baseball
0: life. We actually, we go back like really far. So my husband won the Little League World Series when he was 12 years old in Kentucky. So he was playing at the same place where I was playing Little League too because I played softball. So everyone in Louisville knew his name, like they were, you know, like our little celebrities, almost like in middle school, you know, so always knew who he was, our schools that we went to were literally like right down the road from each other. But we didn't really ever talk or cross paths until after college, like after everything, we were friends on Instagram, and he just slid into my DMS. And he hates to admit that, because it's so like cliche, but that's
2: how it happened. (laughs) And then where was he at at this point? Was he in Kentucky at this point? Or were you guys doing long distance?
0: So actually, when the first time he messaged me on Instagram, he was in Scottsdale for spring training. So in my head, I'm like, why would I, I'm not going to just start dating someone in Arizona. And then they were going to ask him to say for extended spring training. And he decided to pursue other things. So he came home. And then that's when we went on our first date. I didn't know all this was going on, though, behind the scenes. When we had our first date, he had just moved back to Kentucky. And then we dated for about six, eight months. And then he went to Grand Junction, Colorado is where his first team was and he coached for a couple of years.
1: Grand Junction,
0: that is, yep. (laughs) That is in the middle of nowhere.
1: (laughs) I remember landing in that airport.
0: It's a weird airport, right? It's like set back in another like dimension almost. That time, like in summer, they were three hours behind me. So like our time difference was like, unreal like we were not on the same schedule at all talk
2: about long distance and doing that because I know that's not easy we've both done long distance as well and especially with a time change that's definitely not easy so how did you guys make that working like so early on in your relationship
0: right I think certain people are able to do long distance I'm a pretty independent person and Zach is too like his whole life has been baseball so he's like used to being away from everyone I obviously am not but I am used to like staying busy So we were always really good communicators. We're like, phone people, not just text people. And I think that really has a lot to help with it. The couple months that he had been home, like those were so crucial. So we already had like a trust and everything. After our first date, I called my best friend. I'm like, we're going to get married in three weeks. Like I just knew. Plus like when we met, I was 26. He was 27. So like we were both pretty mature. We knew what we were wanting, but yeah, oh, it was so hard. When I would wake up, I didn't want to call him or text him. I didn't want to wake him up because I'm like baseball games are at night. My schedule was: I would wake up in the morning, I would check Twitter to see if the team won. I would send a text, and then I would hear when he woke up, he would call me back. Literally every night after the game, he would just always send like a "Hey babe" text, not like "Hey we won" or anything. It was always just "Hey babe," and I would wake up to that at like two in the morning, and I'm like, "Why?" (laughs) It was always and always cracked me up. He's like, "Well, just in case you were ever awake." And there were some nights that, like, yeah, I stayed up till after the game, but you know, baseball a game could last forever. So that was hard, but I stayed busy. Dunnism, yeah, but our relationship was good that we could do distance. So like, I wasn't worried. Did it stink? Yeah, but I'm also a teacher. So like spring break, I knew where I was going for spring break. During the summer, like I knew I could go see them.
1: Yeah, that was my next question. I was about to ask, what do you do? So I want to hear about this as well as you're blogging. I know that you do do that as
0: well. All right, so I am an elementary teacher, I taught for six years and then we just got married last year. So I kind of made the decision that I was going to take the year off and just be a substitute teacher one, cause I didn't want to do like lesson plans when I was doing wedding planning. I really wanted to hit it hard. And then this past season, our plan was for me in February to go with him, spring training, and then just travel with them everywhere because we got married in November. So literally I would have been married for three months and then he would have left. And I'm like, I have waited so long to spend my life with him and I'm just gonna go with him. So I'm still subbing right now, just like long maternity sub. So it's okay. I mean, we always ask, we're like, how long am I gonna travel? And I don't know, one, because I feel like I got gypped this year of my season. So I don't count this year, but you know, we don't have kids, like we're just, I wanna teach again, but it's worked out pretty nice. Kentucky's still on lockdown pretty hard from COVID. So like all schools are on NTI which has been nice because I'm like, I can continue to sub when I go to spring training. So I'm excited for that, the blogging thing. So I actually decided during spring training that I was like, I'm not doing anything. And I miss my family and I was like journaling. And I'm like, why don't I just do a little typing to this? Why don't I try to like make a life? I feel like our life is kind of fun and interesting. So yeah, let's try it. It's so hard to do blogging with teaching at the same time. So I don't know how that's going to play out like in the future, but it is so much fun to do that. I've met so many nice people and it's fun to do.
2: I feel like you just, you started marriage and then it was like, well, we'll see what we're going to be doing from here on out.
0: <laughs> I tell people I'm like, I decided to sub and go with him so we could have time together. Little did we know all of Kentucky and the world would be shut down and we'd be locked in a house for like, how many months we're both not working. I'm like, what a good first year of marriage. Like we've got to spend so much time with each other. So all the time and all the days we've spent apart from each other, we've definitely made up for now.
2: So you're going to go with him wherever he's at this next season. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. do you travel to
0: like away game trips or is it kind of dependent? Our plan was, you know, this past season that I was going to go them on road trips and I was going to drive and he likes that better anyways, because he doesn't want to be on the team bus. So he was okay with that. Also, like we kind of talked like, well, if there's like a long away stretch where it's like middle of nowhere. That's when I'll just fly my little self back home and see my family. So that was the plan.
1: Yes, you will get your time. It's coming. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I know that it's so hard because you're like, this is what I imagined in my head when we got married yeah. and then it is just not that. But it's coming. It's coming. Does your family understand the lifestyle? Because not only have you not been able to fully dive deep into it yet, but you have kind of experienced what it takes to be in this lifestyle.
0: So what do they think about it? So what helps is that my family... Like, my dad is super baseball, big baseball fan, and I played sports my whole life, so they're used to, like, you know, the game style of it, but I know that they're thankful that we got sent back home, so they're okay with it to an extent. The worst part, Zach was going to be in Grand Junction. He's been in Grand Junction for two seasons, I guess, but as soon as we got married, he got promoted to a team in Asheville, North Carolina, which is like a five-hour drive from us, and it was going to work out perfectly, like, they even play a team in Lexington, Lexington Legends, and, like, it was going to work out perfect, but then, like, with COVID, they're getting rid of teams, so, like, Asheville's not an option anymore, so now we're, like, in limbo waiting, like, where is it going to be, and from what we've been told, those are not going to be five-hour drives, like, they're completely, like, California, Washington, like, complete opposite end it hasn't even like fully set in like we just got this information like two weeks ago so it's like is it exciting yeah I'm pretty flexible but I won't know anybody and that's like a fly for my parents like it's not gonna just be like a quick trip like we thought it was gonna be so we will find out they're gonna take it hard I know it is but like they're supportive they've known like when me and Zach first started dating my mom like made sure to stress me like Casey you tell him if he wants to play again You tell him it's okay. We'll come watch him. He can play. He can play. Like that was such a big thing to her. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I know. But she like wanted to stress that. Like, don't hold him back. And I'm like, I'm not holding him back. So I think it'll be hard, but we're a really close family.
2: So we've we interviewed anybody in the minor league coaching wives wise. So what has he said? Cause I know that you weren't around really for that part of him playing, but what has he said is like the difference between coaching and playing and like the time that he puts in the schedule. I'm sure there's like a big difference between the two.
0: Right. There's a lot of like extra work that goes in. Like he's there all the time. Like if someone wants extra reps in a cage, he's always throwing BP. He's always doing something. And then plus he still wants to like workout too. And like, it's a lot of work, but what he likes about it is the stability because we know that like we're not going to just get picked up and moved in the middle of a season. Like I've heard about his life beforehand and they're like, he's literally when you finish this game, we got you a bus ticket. You're going here. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So much anxiety there. Like if I was there, you know what I'm saying? But I've met baseball wives, you know, just knowing what it's like to be like we're a free agent right now. And I'm like, what? Definitely think that part is nice for him. Like he enjoys coaching. Like you never hear him say, I miss playing. He always says that like, in order for a player to become a coach, they have to like make sure that that chapter is kind of closed. You know what I mean? They're done. Like they don't want to play anymore. They're okay with it. So that way they're not going to sit back and be like, man, when I was playing, cause he's like, no players don't respond to that.
1: No, that's a good point. I guess I didn't think about that, that, you know, you want to close that chapter completely before you move on and mentor other players coming in. I do want to ask, have you met any other baseball wives yet or anybody that you have found, like, a little bit of a connection with?
0: Yeah. The manager of the team he was coaching with, I know her well, but then we got moved to a different team. So it's like, well, you'll be there during spring training, and then we know one of the Rocky Scouts' wives lives, like, in the same neighborhood as, like, people I grew up with. But Scouts, that's a whole different life. So right before COVID happened in Scottsdale, they do, like – a baseball wives luncheon, everyone is invited. So like different clubs were there and everything. So I met a lot of girls through that, but there weren't very many coaches' wives. So everyone who meets a player's wife. And then like during that time, like we were all just, we didn't know what was going to happen. And literally after that luncheons, whenever we found out, hey, you got 24 hours and you're getting sent back home. So I remember sitting there and being like, I'm so thankful and grateful that I'm a coach's wife for the stability part.
2: Yeah, I feel like when you think of baseball wives, it's a lot of the players' wives just because there's so many players to the ratio Mm -hmm. of coaches, obviously. So there's just like a crazy difference, which is why we're excited that you're coming on here because it's a different perspective. What's something that people assume about the baseball life that is not true?
0: I don't know. I get very frustrated. They kind of downplay minor league. And that makes me so angry because like it's a really big deal to obviously get to the major leagues but there's so many other like big steps there that like don't downplay it to me I think those games are fun because like that's where you have like your local heroes and like all the town comes and supports and like your fans are like dedicated season ticket holders and it's not just fans who watch on tv who get the sporting gear like no it's like you really must love the team like you know what I mean so Oh yeah, those fans are the best.
2: And those games are so fun because they have like different things going on. It's always like entertaining. I love going to minor league games. But I also think like you made a good point because those people are the people that work just as hard. They work harder sometimes because they're trying to get to that point. And so Mm -hmm. I think a lot more dedication.
1: Yeah, I think that to look at it from an overview is like that's why they call it an organization. Because it's Mm -hmm. all within the same you know, I I don't know. I think that's so interesting to hear that people downplay it, but I think that everyone's working their tails off (laughs) to get in there. (laughs) I do Mm want to ask though, starting out when you were dating, did you feel like with the distance and everything, did you feel like it was just kind of a whirlwind and you didn't really know where you were going to fit in? Okay.
0: So backtrack a little bit. So I've kind of always, like as a Christian, like I've always connected to Ruth and I always felt like, the verse, like where you go, I will go. So I've kind of in my head have always like had that heart to travel. So like when he got that job, like I knew I'm like, I can I'm just gonna go with you. And then like God just works things out. Like the fact that like my career and my passions teaching, that is such a good career that can go with him. You know what I mean? Like I can easily just spend all summer. Yeah, I won't get my glorious spring training. But they work hand in hand. So like I definitely think that. God knew what he was doing, of course. But from the get go, like he never had to ask me like, will you go like I already knew and he's always told me like, if it's too much, I will quit. And I'm like, no, you don't like the fact that you want to do that is fine. But like, I can teach anywhere. That's the blessing with being a teacher is I can teach anywhere. I never had doubt. I never had like a, should I do this or what are we going to do? Like I knew, I'm like, oh, this is going to be perfect. Bring break. I'm going to come see you. I'll save up all my vacation days to the end of the school year. Like it could be perfect. So I was sold.
1: (laughs) That's great. I love her mentality on it all. She was just like, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah, I love it.
2: (laughs) I do think that's a good point. All baseball people out there should date or marry teachers. (laughs) It's a great pairing. Yeah, Definitely. You got to think about who you date. So do you have any crazy like fans in the stands moments where you were sitting at a game and somebody was being crazy behind you or anything that anybody said?
0: I haven't had anything like mean. Yes, I've had like drinks spilled on me, but I think like the biggest one to me was right whenever like Cardi B started getting like big one of the players on Zach's team like that was his walkout song was that like I like it like that song and yeah kind of like a weird walkout song for a guy I guess but I remember just someone like taunting him at a home game about his walkout song and was like you make people listen to this four times a night so Zach He's a hitting coach, so he also gets to coach a base, so he was on first base. So I asked him about it. I'm like, hey, did you hear them say that? Because it was loud. And he was like, yeah, the first thing he did, he, he gave me his bangles. He was like, did you hear that? Did you hear what they were saying? They were playing on that song. That song rocks. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, hilarious. So walkout songs are my favorite part of the game. I love hearing the walkout songs. So I'm excited to go to away games to hear like other people's walkout songs, because that's like the best part of baseball. One of the best. (laughs) Yeah, when I worked um,
1: at Oklahoma State, I did the walkout, like the music, I was the music girl in college. And I remember it would be like hardcore rap. And then it would switch to like a Christian, beautiful Jesus song, (laughs) and then switch to another and you're like, what is happening? But it was all personalized. It was wonderful. So that's so funny that you say that brought back memories. Okay, so what would you go back and tell your younger self, since you are still starting out this journey, but something that you've learned at this point, what would you tell yourself to save a little bit of anxiety?
0: When you think you have it all figured out, you don't. Like, it's going to change a thousand percent. Like, this year, for sure, we had it all figured out, and no, totally throughout, every idea we had. So just, it's okay if things don't work out perfectly. It is okay to not know for a little bit it's okay and also like I really (laughs) I was such a bad packer because like think about it like when we left in February for spring training that suitcase is gonna be the one that I had until the next time I came home and I did not know when that was gonna be and I packed the stupidest stuff and I'm like are you kidding me why did I do that like why did I think I needed to pack like all these like sequin things like I was gonna live some lavish lifestyle and I'm like no Arizona is hot what am I doing so definitely like be more basic so like with my like wardrobe choices this year like I'm thinking okay what is something I can wear all year round no matter what climate like stop getting crazy things let's go back to the basics that's the best advice I think ever-
2: <laughs> be more basic I love more it
0: basic. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what a great way to end it I love it Well, we appreciate your perspective and your upbeat personality, and we really loved having you on.
0: Thank you. I've had so much fun. You guys are so much fun.
1: Yes, and thank you to everyone listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this interview on More Than a Season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than
2: a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts
1: at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.